just when all the naysayers thought Blake Shaven was a bad quarterback, Oklahoma threw for 59 passing yards in the most fun conference in football. This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Baylor. We're a day away from game day, by the way. Tomorrow, West Virginia and Big... Did, are you wearing the same shirt you were wearing yesterday? Oh, yeah. This I'm is my dr- lounging shirt. I'm Drake my Toll. My Hill Raven sweatshirt. Yeah. It's a poor-smelling Cameron Stewart. This is Locked On Baylor. Uh, we both work for Inside the Bears, and thank you for making this show your first listen every single day. To those that are listening on campus right now, I get, I've caught word that a lot of Baylor students are listening. So, hey, you guys, Sickle Bears, hey. glad to have you at the college, guys. Um, Hold on to it as long as college women. You know, last week we had a conversation with Robert, Robbie Triano about how 96% of our listeners are male, 4% are female. A lot of our female listeners actually commented on last week's show. Made me feel really good. Made me feel really they good. They were like, get more of Cam on here. They, no, <clears throat> not a single person has said that. It's so <laughs> sad, too. I it's thought so, I brought on a sex appeal. So sad. Uh, the, no, the sex our, our female listeners are not that show. Former sex symbol of the Baylor Lariat, Cameron Stewart. Former, I don't know if that title ever gets taken away from you. Oh, okay. More yeah. like sex symbol of the Baylor Lariat emeritus. Yeah, because you can't be 70 and have that. Or you're very, you're well, like the well, Hugh Hefner of the Baylor Lariat. Okay, um, the Big 12 is the most fun conference in college football. It is. Yeah. It is. Last week, Oklahoma threw for 59 yards. People are like, oh, Blake Shapin's bad. Uh. Oh, Oklahoma. Wouldn't, they wouldn't play General Booty, which is a shame. Really too bad. It's a shame. America needed it. The, the Sooners are bad at football. We live in a world where the Big 12 is run by not Baylor, not Oklahoma, not Texas, but Kansas, TCU, Kansas State, and Oklahoma State. Just as we all predicted, this, this conference is awesome. It's great. It's great. We and, the, had- and, the t- and the top of it's still good. It's not like... Like we, the Big Twelve has been competitive a couple of years, but Oklahoma would always win, and then none of the other teams would end up ranked, and so it looked bad. But now it's like, dude, we're gonna have two or three ranked teams every week. It's just a matter of who's beating who. This is like Karl Marx's ultimate wet dream: everyone just beating the heck out of everybody, right. sharing the spoils. It's a lot of fun. What did you just insinuate about the Big Twelve, by the way? That is commie. Yeah. Yeah, we do have uh, listeners from all sides of the spectrum out there, so we do want to be very clear. Similar to yesterday's show. There is show, no front runner. Similar to yesterday's and show. there won't be for a while. The Big 12 is not communism. You already made those comparisons. People were infuriated about the whole Matt Rule, Jerry Lee Lewis deal, and now you're going to go communism, the Big 12, spread the wealth, baby. Spread yeah. the wealth. I will be canceled before the next show. I see where you're vaguely going with that, so I'll toss you that bone. But yeah, Baylor uh, Baylor fits into a weird a weird cog in that. Um, in that at three and two, they add to some of the parity and could finish at seven and five or six and six or nine and three or ten and two and go to the Big 12 championship game, which is still at play. I just, we haven't had a chance in the last couple of days due to the whole Matt Rule jazz and Baylor recruiting class which is really good to talk about yes. how freaking awesome the Big 12 is. Jalen Daniels has heard at Kansas, though. Does that... Have you seen the line? Look, it's sporadic. I had a long day today. Wednesdays are tough sometimes. For me. I saw the sh- the chicks last night. Formerly, that was awesome. Chicks, formerly. Did you see the videos on Instagram? You know what? You know what, Drake? I'm going to redeem myself. Okay. The Dixie chicks. The Dixie chicks. All right. 
Oh, okay. So now you've pissed off both went sides. A, right, right. The people went on both sides. Went a little calming, went a little anti-PC there. Yeah. <sighs> the Dixie Chicks. Okay, they're the Chicks. I saw them yesterday, and they were I think really Chicks good. is offensive enough. Anyway, go ahead. Yep. Well, PETA would agree. We are... Wide open spaces on 35, I'm sure. The... That's why today is a little more sporadic because of it's said events yesterday. As of yesterday's events, as crap, by the way, family show, Sorry. family show. Sorry, a Christian Sorry. away from the mic. The the Big Twelve, insane. Kansas, yeah. nine point dogs at Oklahoma on Saturday. Why is that a thing? I don't know, man. This Bean kid looked good when he came he into the did. game. The bean like, kid. Bean kid. Bean, bean guy. It is just bean right. kid, by the way. There's right. nothing else. Exactly. Bean kid. Beanie Wells. Remember him? You probably don't. It's before your time. Young um, he he looked good, man. <laughs> BD did. I don't know what else you really want me to say about that. I know you're you're clamoring for me to say more about that. Uh it sucks that Jalen Daniels hurt, man. What a it season does. he's having. What it a does. season. And they still almost won that game against TCU. Um what have. And I just, I don't, I mean, you can have OU favored because it's in Norman, but nine points, nine points yeah, against a ranked team. You just lost 49, nothing to an unranked team. True. And there's a pretty good chance. They still don't have their quarterback, by the way. Yes. So I'm just, I'm not understanding this. I'm not understanding the nine point spread there. Uh-huh. No, Are you? I'm, yeah, well, I'm not because Oklahoma has very very clear they don't have a backup quarterback, nor do they want one. Right. Or do they even right. want to try? Like they were like, oh, Dylan Gabriel went out. Ha. Oh just, man, darn. We're just not gonna have a quarterback then. Fine. If that's how you want to play this, Jeff Levy, the mastermind that he is. I said when Jeff Levy went to OU, this is a bad, this is bad. It's just not gonna be that good of a hire. I said it on an on an OU radio station. That's a take, man. I didn't think so. But. There were some Baylor Twitter people who came after me and were like, yo, Jeff Levy's good. And I was like, you are, why do Baylor fans, it happened with Matt Rule yesterday. They gatekeep these people. That you, don't, <laughs> you don't have to still be nice to them. We don't have to think good things because they were a, a bear once upon a time. Um, and so I, I just, Jeff Levy gave up. Major Booty is right there. Right, General Booty. General. General. Sorry. Major would be better. I was at a Chicks concert last night. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Where there was Come on. Booty. Uh, it was for my girlfriend's 22nd birthday, too. So, no I'm Major working. Booty. Just General. Just, just In General Booty. There. General. Yeah. They wouldn't play the kid. That and I, I don't, I don't get it. Oklahoma has folded for the rest of their season. They don't want to be good. They just want to go to the SEC, have a little mulligan, have to say goodbye, <laughs> au revoir. Uh, Iowa State and Texas this week. Oklahoma State, TCU, Baylor, West Virginia. Uh, Baylor favored by three and a half. So we're gonna get to that in the second segment. I do want to cross because usually we start with Baylor today. I just feel like going across the Big Twelve because there's some good games. Iowa State at Texas. Texas is favored by seventeen points. 17 points. Uh, their defense is really good. Iowa State's offense is really bad. So I thought you, that might happen. What do you do about that? Uh, this, I mean, this could be like banging your head against the wall type, kind of game. Because I think the Iowa State defense is good. Um, and, and look, take 
as much as I'd love to dump on the Longhorns, take nothing away from the 49, nothing victory. I don't know how much of that game you watched. I watched a good deal of uh, the first three quarters or so. They were killing OU and they really didn't open up the playbook. I mean, Ewers had like one or two tough throws. I think he completed them, or, or I should say one or two tough completions. So I'll give him that. Um, I think he's a good quarterback, but I don't know that he's a hundred percent yet. And so this could be like a not 10, nine bang your head against the wall kind of game. Like Iowa state just played well, but, but it could be like a 17, 13 or something like that. Like it just kind of frustrating to watch. Yeah. So you think Texas covers by virtue of a low scoring game? Yeah. And, yeah. and that's kind of part of the greater point here of that was a, a 17 point favorite, but could be. A, a good game because the big 12 is that good and mm-hmm. OU is genuinely the second worst team in the conference right now who's the first west virginia mm, i don't know man if baylor if baylor none, none of virginia them are tomorrow. absolutely awful by the way uh, i also i am scared i genuinely again about the west virginia game there are people frightened. out there they're like oh drake's gonna be a pessimist about this game no I'm a realist. Through my pen. I'm a realist that this is going to be a tough game for Baylor to win, and they could actually lose this game. And if they do, the ship is sinking. Yes. If they don't... This year, anyway. Ooh, good. Right. And this is not a fire Dave Aranda or Jeff Grimes or anybody train. Yeah. The last game in the Big 12 schedule on Saturday before we get to Baylor and West Virginia, Oklahoma State, number eight in the country, at number 13 TCU. I think the Cowboys win by 14 And That's interesting, man. TCU favored by four. No, that's interesting. What do you think? TCU's defense is actually pretty solid. Their secondary is good well, until Kansas shredded them. In the <sighs> They're okay. Round. I mean, um, mean kid. I think this could be not quite good old fashioned, but this is going to look like a old Big Twelve game. I think both these teams scored thirty plus in this game. Great call. I do Over- pick Oklahoma State to win. The over under is sixty nine. That's great. Uh, but I don't think 14 is a lot. 14 is a lot. I don't think they win by that I just, I So this is what you got to do, by the way. By I the way, just a quick I don't aside. don't trust TCU. Don't trust TCU. Continue. Quick aside. So if you keep winning and go into the top 15, that's how you avoid 11 a.m. games? Yeah. I, well, at this okay, point in the Big it. 12, it's almost impossible to avoid 11 a.m. games. There's literally not a single night kickoff on Saturday in the Big 12. <laughs> There's not a single one. Now, Woo! Right. Baylor, Brett, West Virginia. Get on your pony and get us some TV deals. Baylor, West Virginia is the 11 a.m. of the Thursday <laughs> games, too, by the way. You can have a work at five. Oh, Six hurry up, five. honey. The Baylor yeah. game's almost on. That is what we're pit with on um on Thursday night. Literally, that's what I'm gonna be pit with. Some of us work. It's not yeah. good. It's not good. I yeah, it's the people that are like, yeah, I'm night class on Thursday. Sucks to suck. I got a Senate meeting. Senate at six. Um, oh no, I have an intramural football game tomorrow night. What the crap, man? Well, and the game's six too. Well, good part over by nine. What a tease. Over by nine. Go to sleep. No, no BYU here. Uh, we're going to get to that next. First though, I got to tell the folks at home about <clears throat> Simply Safe. You know, I, I'm a big Simply Safe guy now. I'm a college kid. We're not supposed to have an alarm system. Um, but. But I have to now. My car got broken into. Somebody tried to break into another car last night right outside of my house. I I don't know what it is about over here or where we are. There was also you could use a car cover too, but also simply safe. Only a good home though. Only to a good home. 
the Saturday night, there was a cop car, like sting operation, undercover cop car parked behind my house. Anonymous tip. Well, yeah, what are you bugging me for here, guy? <laughs> I'm the one that got broken into. All of us are getting broken into. Maybe that's what they were there for, but I it felt fishy. Yeah, it felt weird. It felt weird. We were doing it. everything's legal here. Everything's legal at Simply Safe. And if it's not, they will keep you simply safe. 24-7 professional monitoring, shared personal experience where Simply Safe demonstrates that your home's safety comes first. Uh basically 24-7 personal monitoring. Something happens, somebody breaks in, Simply Safe's gonna call you immediately. They're gonna know what happened. They're gonna know what's going on. The cameras, the monitors, HD security cameras all around your house. They call you and say, Hey, somebody's breaking into your house right now. And you say, well, make them stop. And they say, sure, we will. Uh, their monitoring experts use proprietary, proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real. So you get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your own. Save 20% on your security system. 20% when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan. Get your first month free. SimplySafe.com forward slash locked on college to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Baylor, West Virginia this week, Camp. We're going to hear from Dave Aranda at the end of the show. Uh, what do you think about this game? I'm not quite as worried as you are, but definitely a little bit worried. Yeah. Definitely a little bit worried. Yeah. And it did not help to hear from Daddy Dave over the weekend that his he players did. are complacent and uh, immature. And the coaches not, were feeding into it, by the way. The whole deal where he was like, fantastic. yeah, I can see how our coaches are trying to you know feed their own egos with that. Um, Dave. Put it in reverse there, Terry. What did you just say? Probably has a higher threshold for ego. I'm not going to lie. But still, oh, it's not great to hear. No. It's not great to hear. And it's it's uh, it's like what Judge Potter Stewart said. You, you can't really describe it, but you know it when you see it. Okay? We saw it in 2020. We did see it in 2021. We've seen a little bit of it in 2022. Not finishing off games well. Not finishing off halves well. Middle four eight, straight baby. games. Middle four eight. straight games. They have allowed a touchdown on the last drive of the first half. Welcome to that Waco. Sucks. Offensive analyst, assistant to the <laughs> offensive line, GA Jens Danielson, Matt Rule. Middle Please. eight, baby. Middle if we eight. could just fix the middle eight. Um, so Grant Taft? A little bit of that. Associate head coach Grant Taft. He's here. He's in Waco. He's still That's around. True. That's true. And, and Dave did say that. They're getting better at it at practice. And look, I love Dave. I trust him with my life. But I'm thinking, how do you measure that in practice? Really? You ever think about... You see that in a game. <laughs> That's how you see when the leadership shows up. We haven't seen it in a game yet. No, we haven't. You ever think about uh, if Dave Aranda babysat your kid? Like you get the kid back, you're like, Dave, what happened to its brain? It's like three the times The answer bigger. you'd get? Dave's, yeah. Dave's just, yeah. You know, thanks. Appreciate that. Um, this kid's brain uh is 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 like a car, and which is way cool. And you don't even know where you're going with it, and that's perfect. You're right. Where you go back, and the kid's not in its bed, and Dave's like, you know, I we just gotta kind of meet the kid where it's at. You know, kid was supposed to be here, and they're here, and um kind of um and you know that's that's on that's on us because we need to think you know how can how can we get get them here because if you don't get them here then that's a thing but if you do get them here and you say the wrong thing that's that's another thing and so we don't want that and i'm I'm reading 
with them. There's this book. It's Bear, the Berenstein Bears. Old hat, new hat. And sometimes you got to have the old hat. Just fits. Your child would be so intellectual. David Rand, a babysitter your kid. You said you trust him with your life. Made me think, what about David Rand as a babysitter? That movie would be excruciatingly boring, by the way. It would just be David Randa being just the most educationally stimulating person like of all time. He, You know, him and Mike Leach have, have very similar speaking patterns. Mike Leach just says off-the-wall stupid stuff. David yeah. Randa's stuff is like, I... They both just say what they mean, really. 100%. 100%. Yeah. David Randa could have surgery on me tomorrow. And I'd be like, yeah, I know he knows nothing about surgery. I feel okay. And if I die, well, that's the old hat's gone. Time for a new hat. It's God's plan. Yeah. There's a song about that. I sing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Would you, before we hear from Dave, by the way, and he's going to say some stuff's way cool. He's going to appreciate some questions. Always does. He's going to, it's going to be good to see us for sure. Absolutely. I will make sure that part's in there. Do you, um, we know. Do you think Baylor right now, this is your last chance this week before the game happens to say, if you think Baylor is going to beat West Virginia and what your prediction is? I think, yes, they do beat West Virginia. Okay. 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 That's fine. I'm going to spare mine. I'm going to spare my analysis for the pigskin preacher tomorrow. Uh, I think they'll score 30 points and beat West Virginia. Gosh, I hope so. I hope so. If Kansas put up like a 50, almost a 50 burger on, uh, yeah. on those guys, they beat them by two touchdowns in overtime. Yeah. 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 Which is a wild thing to do. Betonline.net, your number one source for sports betting info this season. You want to still bet on Baylor or the Big 12? Great odds right now. I have found there's drive by drive live betting on BetOnline. I made some money this weekend. Hello. Because I can go in and be like, Cowboys, this drive, hunt, easy. 10 to win 15. Bada bing, bada boom, it hits. Cowboys, this drive, I'm feeling a touchdown. Jamie Pollard, not his name. Derek Pollard? Pollard. Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Touchdown. Runs it all the way. So, betonline.net, your place, where the game starts. A lot of great stuff there. Lines, jazz, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of podcasts, lines, uh, jazz. Betonline.net. It is the easiest way to check in on all your favorite games. MLB, MMA, boxing, go Mariners. Head to betonline.net. Use your mobile device to learn more. Betonline, where the game starts. Dave Miranda. Take it away. It's good to see you guys. Um, ready for this week. You know, had a good um, bye week for us. I think we had some time uh, off and then some some practice time. We had two really good days. Thought the energy was good. Coaches um, were able to get on the road on Friday and see some schools and see some games. And so a little bit different week with this being really – you know, it's Saturday really being a Monday for us in a given game week prep, but it's the, you know it's how it times out for our game here coming up, and uh, fully respect and um, have a lot of appreciation for West Virginia and Coach Brown. I've known him for a while, and uh, just know that the environment that we're going to be heading into is a tough one, and uh, it'll take our best efforts. And so we're we're really focused on that and uh, excited for the opportunity. With that, take any questions you guys got. Dave, were there any uh, specific specific areas you worked on this week that you focused on that you wanted to improve? I think the underneath underneath all of the whether it's schemes or techniques, I think there's a, 
a level of, of immaturity or just youth that we're really working on on growing. And then I think for some of our vets, there's some complacency that we're working on um, on uh, getting rid of and kind of waking up from. And so I think, you know, the week was good in those respects. Um, you know, I think getting everybody on the same page in terms of, um, you know, where where we're at and what it takes to get to where we want to go, I think it was a good week for that. Dave, uh, how would you assess the, the offensive lines play to this point in the season? Obviously, you had a lot of returners there. Um, has has that group kind of been what y'all wanted it to be? It's probably mixed, I would say. I think it's a good question. I think um, – you know, there's 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 pieces that are around the offensive line that are different, that affect some of the outcomes of the offensive line's work. Um, but I think if you were to extract just the kind of their play and just kind of the, you know, the the um, you know how much violence is there, how much how much effort is there, how much um, um, energy is there. I think those are things that we can improve on and we, we must to get to where we want to go. Coach, you're still looking for that first win in Morgantown. Last time you guys went there, a double overtime game, I'm sure. You're, you don't want those double overtime games after BYU. What is the kind of message going into this week and do you think you guys can rise above the environment that Morgantown imposes? No, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think intentional practice you know the, I think some of the um, um, you know I think all of our all of um, our improvement can stem from really being intentional with our our work in our days and so um, you know knowing you know why I'm in this meeting why I'm in this individual period why I uh, am in this unit teach or team period, what I want to get better at, what specifically am I working on. And I think there's a be here now mindset that's way important with that. And you can kind of get caught up in just the routine of, you know, week one, week two, week three, week four, and that. And then you also can get caught up with what just happened last game or what possibly could happen this next game. And so just to stay way focused in the moment, I think, is where, you know, the improvement is at. And so I think it's been a big... Uh, a big uh, push by all of us to, to be way intentional with our time. So I think that's that's number one. Then two would be playing with edge. I think uh, it was already kind of hinted at, you know, the line of scrimmage I think can improve. And uh, we have, you know, the edge is not after the snap, right? It's not before the snap. It's during the, it's having a really violent start uh, followed with a real violent finish. And it's from the start of the play to the echo of the whistle, you know, I think our line of scrimmage can improve with a, with a better edge. So we're trying to practice that way. Coach, JT Daniels was a pretty big recruit coming out of high school. What do you feel like he brings to this Mountaineer offense? Really strong arm. Yeah, there's a command that, that right when you watch the tape, it just it, it jumps off the screen at you. The command that he has, um, there's a poise that he has, and then his arm. You know, he can, from one one hash, you know, throw a deep out all the other across the field and all that and be on the money with it. And so I think it's elite, you know, his arm strength. And, um, you know, I think the offense is growing around him. You know, there's elements of tempo in there. There's backs that uh, 
there's a change of pace back there's a kind of a reliable um tough back um and they've got a fair amount of receivers that are kind of in and out so it's a talented offense and with him at the helm you know we're, they're always going to be in it and always a threat to put up a lot of points coach uh Apu left the last game uh is he going to be available for West Virginia? What's his update status? And also with Tay McWilliams and Khalil Keith. So uh, Alpu will be will be ready to play, and so he's been practicing, um, you know, these uh, these past couple days, and then Tay, it's still I think his return is still a couple weeks out. I think he's having a harder time of it than maybe some of our others. Um, and so we're we're hoping to get him back here um, soon. It doesn't look like it's going to be for this next one. And then I'm sorry, Khalil. And Khalil's going to practice today, and so he'll be going through individual today. It'll be good to have uh, Khalil back. Dave, going back to last week, seeing a 36 next to an opponent was kind of bizarre in, in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. Do you think the defense is hungry to come out for a, not a shutout performance, but to really bounce back in a strong way? It's a good question. I, I appreciate that. I think, you know, um, we have to, I feel we have to teach that. Just kind of the the, or, the basis of your question and kind of was what it was getting to, I feel us as coaches, we have to teach that. And so we're trying to do that right now in terms of, hey, this is an expectation. Hey, when it's not met, hey, there should be something you feel in your gut. This is how you use it. I, just because you use it in the week doesn't mean that it's given to you on a on a game day. This is what all of it means. I feel it's it's up to us to teach that so we can get the the answer that I think we all want. Dave, in terms of self evaluation, even in coaching, mm-hmm. do you do that week to week, or was this a good week to kind of look at that and go, we need to do this, that kind of thing? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. I do that. Um, at least I, I I don't know. I feel like I do that. I think it's always better to have other people tell you if you're doing it or not, because um, I think the blind spots are real. Um, you know, I think for me the the complacency part is hard. It's hard to. Um, I, don't, I think I don't know. I think if you were to be a coach and you were to say my team is complacent, it it sounds like a way negative thing. Um, and I think despite all the best efforts of all of it, and, you know, I think, you know, probably bigger picture need to find better efforts. Um, but I think talking about what's real is, is way important. And I think there's an element of, um, of, uh, kind of a waking up, you know, like here's the Jersey number, here's the play, here's all of it. This is not what it, uh, is, you know, I know you're better than this. I know that. There's an edge to you. I know all of that, getting that back. And so that's been a big, big, big focus. And it's been, um, you know, as part of when I look at me, I just see that with the staff. And um, I think this came up the other day. Um, but, you know, I think whether it's it's the youth of the team or it's kind of feeling the, the complac- complacency and all of it, it's to, as a coach, to use all that and use it and when we're not hitting the mark either way or we're not growing the way we think we should or we're thinking we arrived when we haven't done anything, it's using those moments to teach um, and not to weaponize and to, you know, because I think then you just, you're in a thing and you create another thing. And so um, 
I think there's both sides of it because I think players are going to want to see that, uh, hey, I didn't, you know, here's my perspective. Oh, there's a whole other perspective. Okay. And then and all, that whole thing is easier to admit when it's being talked to by someone that you trust and knows that they care about you more as a person than a player. And then, I th but then I think for the coach, it's it's like all the anxiety and all the other things. You know, you're not the only one that feels that, dude. <laughs> you know, players feel that too. So it's not about just putting it off. It's about using it for good. And so, you know, the best criticism of the bad is the practice of the better. And and I think it's it it, it takes some intentionality to do that. We're trying our best. Dave, was it tough to see Josh Fleeks enter the transfer portal almost midway into the season? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Josh, and I, I um, you know, I want I want the best for him. And you see just his growth. I remember, you know, um, probably one of my first, I think probably one of my my first days in 2020, one of my first one-on-one -on -one meetings was with Josh, and just to see just how close he is. Uh, to finishing off academically and just all the work that he's put into it and all the work that everyone here at Baylor has put into him. And so I think if you had your choice, you'd rather all of it end here and uh, and all that. But I can understand and I, uh, I, I, I see his view and I wish him the best and want him to be able to finish uh, with a degree and... Uh, yeah, I want him to be able to have the opportunities that he wants. All right, that was uh, Baylor's head coach Dave Aranda with some invigorating analysis on this team's struggles the last couple of weeks, which he's had to deal with. Do you think he feels like he's babysitting a little bit? Like he truly is babysitting right now? I, I, think, he, like I think he feels a little bit, yeah. Sounds like I think it. feels a little bit, yeah. These, But these children are not being very intellectual. They're going against, we got to get some baby Mozart. I watched a lot of baby Mozart growing up. My parents did a lot of baby Mozart, man. That was a big thing for like like box sets. That's that's pretty cool. Yours didn't? No. And no, in didn't. fact, uh, my one of my favorite movies as a kid, I tried to bring into daycare once only to find out that it was actually rated R. <laughs> Bill used to just put it on to shut me up. It's about toys like going mad. They were like a government experiment. Yep. I just thought it was cool. Uh, Small that. Soldiers, I believe, is the Fast name of it. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, That's a great that's one. Movie. That was the Great way. Yeah, you can't bring that to elementary school. Golly. No, you cannot. Uh, when you come back tomorrow, Pigs here and Preacher will be on. Thanks for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Today's show was fun. Yesterday's show informational. Today's show we supplemented with a little bit of fun. I had a general, generally good time. The uh, viewership is going to reflect that. Uh, follow us. Follow Cam. He's almost at 500 followers. Almost there. Everybody follow Cam. I should open the show with that. This has been go to InsideTheBears.com too. Locked on Baylor.